Hello everybody and welcome to today's episode of The Daily 3, your daily podcast on the NBA with me, Leonardo Prudões. With D'Angelo Russell back in the lineup, Golden State finally had the score that they were missing, but it still wasn't enough. The first half was D'Angelo against Devontae. The Hornets had the very first quarter, and despite some fight from the Warriors in the second, it was the home team up at the break 54-58. After finishing the first half shooting 85% from the field, D'Angelo shot just 14% in the second and saw Charlotte get the win 91-106. For the Warriors, D'Angelo was their top scorer with 18 points, and for the Hornets, Devontae Graham had 33 points, 7 rebounds and 9 assists while making 10 threes, and Terry Rozier had 25 points, 7 rebounds and 7 assists. After losing Kemba, I think most people thought that Charlotte would end up at the bottom of the East, but the truth is they're 9th and just a game behind Orlando at the 8th seed, so they can still go and push for the playoffs. And Devontae Graham has just been playing amazing. After kind of a quiet rookie season, he averaged just 5 points in 15 minutes of play. He's averaging around 33 minutes of play this season and 19 points, 8 assists while shooting 40% from 3, which is insane given the numbers that he had last season. And it just comes to show how a player can really develop and show their full potential if they have enough minutes. We're quarter into the season and there's still a lot of games to be played, but so far, Graham has been a pleasant surprise. Another game, another win for Milwaukee, this time against the Pistons. Detroit knew it wasn't going to be an easy game, and they were right. After a close first quarter, the Bucks turned it on and just took off. They outscored the home team by 13 in the second quarter, making it 59-48 at halftime. And in the second half, they just didn't slow down. They outscored Detroit by 9 in the third, increasing their lead to 20 going into the final quarter. And by then, they just managed to score as they went 127-103, which makes it 13 wins in a row for the Bucks. Giannis was their top scorer with 35 points and 9 rebounds and shot 4 for made from the 3-point line. And for the Pistons, Blake Griffin had 16 points and 10 rebounds and Andre Drummond had 33 points, 14 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 steals and 3 blocks. I see a lot of people saying that AD is the hands-down defensive player of the year and they should just give him the award right away. But people need to slow down. If we compare the two big men, so far this season Drummond has more rebounds, the same number of assists, more steals and just 0.7 blocks less than AD. And I know this is just looking at the stats and AD is a more versatile defender because he can defend on the perimeter. But I doubt that there are that many centers that can pass Drummond in the post. The Suns and the Magic met in Orlando and it was the home team who got the win. Phoenix came into this game having lost 3 of the last 5 games and they were looking to make a change. Frank Kaminsky came in hot and scored 13 points in the first quarter to give his team the lead going into the second. However, the Magic started going and it was really hard to stop him. At the break they were up 58-65 and they weren't showing any signs of slowing down. Aaron Gordon scored 15 in the third and with Orlando up by 17 going into the last quarter, the game was pretty much over. The final score was 114-128 for the home team. For the Suns, Frank Kaminsky had 23 points and David Booker ended the game with 17. And for the Magic, Aaron Gordon had 32 points and Mo Bamba, and you all know I love Mo Bamba, had 10 points, 11 rebounds and 4 blocks. Trey Young had another great night, but it wasn't enough for the Hawks. Atlanta had a good start, but it would be Brooklyn ahead at halftime, 56-47, thanks to the former Hawk Toron Prince as he had 15 points in the first half. After the break, 
both teams were still balanced, with Atlanta hanging on thanks to Trey Young and Cam Reddish combining for 44 points, but it wouldn't be enough as the Nets got their third win in the last five games. For the Nets, Garrett Temple had 27 points, and Jarrett Allen had 20 points, 13 rebounds, 2 steals and 3 blocks. And for the Hawks, Cam Reddish had 25 points, and Trey Young had 39 points and 10 assists. This is what makes me feel sad about Atlanta. Trey Young had another great night, and this time he even had help, but it still wasn't enough for the Hawks to win. And to be honest, I don't know what the Hawks need to do to get a win. I know they beat the Warriors the other day, but the Warriors might be the only team that's worse than the Hawks. And against teams that can actually put up points and defend, they seem to have zero options, and they can't stop anyone. I mean, they're the third worst defense in the league. The Celtics moved to 9-0 at home after beating Miami by 19. After beating the Raptors last night in Toronto, the Heat knew it wasn't going to be an easy game. But despite that, they came in strong and they were up by 6 after the first quarter, thanks to Jimmy Butler's 11 points. However, that would be the end of it for Miami. From the second quarter on, the Celtics couldn't be stopped. They were up by 8 at the break and despite Butler's 23 points in the second half, the win would stay in Boston as they win 93-112. For the Heat, Jimmy Butler had the season-high 37 points and for Boston, Jalen Brown had 31 points and Kimball Walker ended with 28 points and 7 assists. The Bulls got their first back-to-back -back win of the season in a very difficult game against Memphis. Still without Morant, the Grizzlies saw Chicago get an early lead as they were up at the half 35-50. But Memphis wasn't dead and with Valanciunas playing at an insane level these last couple of games, he helped them get back into the game with minutes left on the fourth quarter. The Grizzlies really tried to turn things around, but in the end the win stayed at home as the Bulls won 99-106. For the Grizzlies, Valanciunas ended with 32 points and 13 rebounds, and for the Bulls, Zach Lahane had 25 points. Despite their losses, Valanciunas has been playing really great for Memphis. Over the past three games, he's averaging around 28 points and 15 rebounds, and I think if it wasn't for him, Memphis would have some really ugly losses. The Pacers got their second straight win after beating the Thunder. And it was a balanced game from start to finish. OKC was up after one, and despite some fight from Indiana, they were still up at halftime 49-50, thanks to Steven Adams scoring 14 points in the first half alone. But after the break, TJ Warren and Dwight Sabonis helped the Pacers get the lead, and going into crunch time, both teams were separated by one possession. When it came time, Terrence Ferguson missed a corner three to tie it at 103, and Indiana got the win 107-100. For the Pacers, TJ Warren had 24 points, and Domantas Sabonis had another double-double as he tallied 17 points and 13 rebounds. And for OKC, Steven Adams had 20 points, and Chris Paul only had 4 points and 10 assists. The Mavericks got their 9th win in their last 10 games of beating the Timberwolves. But this was a tough game for Dallas. With Luka having a bit of an off night, they saw Minnesota wake up in the second quarter and go to the break up 56-53. However, despite Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins combining for 35 points in the second half, the Mavericks' team play ended up coming out on top as they closed out the game by outscoring the Timberwolves by 11. The final score was 114-121. For the Timberwolves, Cat ended with 26 points, 9 rebounds and 7 assists. And for Dallas, Dwight Powell had 24 points and Luka Doncic had 22 points, 7 rebounds and 6 assists. After bringing down the Nuggets, the Lakers won once again, this time in Utah. This was a clear win for LA who dominated the whole game. With LeBron and AD commanding the show, the Lakers didn't give Utah much of a chance. At the half, they were already up 65-47, and it didn't slow down in the second half, coming away with a comfortable win, 121-96. For the Lakers, LeBron had 20 points and 12 assists, 
and AD had 26 points of his own. And for the Jazz, Donovan Mitchell was their top scorer with 29 points. After the talks surrounding their loss against the Mavericks, it looked like LA really wanted to show everyone how strong they really are. And these back-to-back -back wins showed just that. This was their 10th road win, and it was a team win more than anything. But for the Jazz, this was their third straight loss. Mike Conley didn't play, presumably because of his leg, and Yudat didn't show that much defense tonight. The Lakers were able to drive to the basket at will, and even Dwight Howard was able to score from three. They're going through a bit of a rough patch, and they really need to snap out of it. In the last game of the night, the Blazers beat the Kings. Portland got another win, and they looked like a really refreshed team. Against Sacramento, the Kings tried to keep the score balanced, and they did it during the first half, thanks to Buddy Hill and Rashawn Holmes combining for 28 points. But that would be the end of it for the Kings. Going into the third quarter, up 64-66, the Blazers relied on CJ McCollum, Dame Lillard and Carmelo Anthony, and they delivered. Despite some fight from Sacramento, the home team got a comfortable win 116-127, and they are now 9-13. Rashawn Holmes was the top scorer for the Kings as he had 28 points and 10 rebounds. And for Portland, CJ McCollum had 33 points, Dame Lillard had 24 points and 10 assists, and Hassan Whiteside had 22 points, 16 rebounds, 7 assists and 3 blocks. Portland have been playing well since Melo got to the team, and I wasn't expecting that. I can admit that I thought Melo wasn't going to impact the game like he's been, and to be honest I'm glad he's been proving me wrong. There was never any doubt that he could still put up points, but for me what's the most surprising is how well he fits with CJ and Dame. And with Whiteside playing at this level, the Blizzards are definitely going to climb the standings, there's no doubt about it. Well, that is all for today guys, really hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel and your chosen platform so you're always up to date whenever a new episode comes out. Follow us on Twitter and on Instagram, it's just at ddaily3. And if you want to know more about the NBA, the NFL or just European soccer in general, follow me on Twitter, I'm at leo underscore burdonhos, that's l-e-o underscore b-o-r-d-o-n-h-o-s, and yeah, that is all for today guys, I will see you tomorrow.